This is about maximum exposure. So as I said to you before, just think of the numbers, 10,000 um, attendees, 10,000. Yeah, that's incredible. All day and into the, mostly into the evening as well. So that gives an opportunity to network and make connections at a scale and a pace that previously uh, would take many companies perhaps looking to enter the US market months if not years to build up. Welcome to Digital Health Connect, empowering global collaboration podcast, the podcast that brings together the brightest minds in the digital health industry to explore the latest innovations and trends. Join us as we dive deep into the world of digital health and hear from industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators who are shaping the future of healthcare. In this episode, Ines Lohan, our ecosystem and membership officer, and Andy Bleden, our communities director, will talk about the recent launch of the Ukrainian ecosystem and the opportunities that you have in order to join the health event in Las Vegas. Do you want to participate in events like this? Stay tuned until the end of the episode and discover how you can showcase your business with the Global Health Connector. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Digital Health Bytes. I'm Ines Luján. I work with our members and our ecosystems at ACH Alliance. And today we'll be talking with Andy Blinin, our communities director, and about how we convene events and ecosystem for our member community. Hi, Andy. Hello there. So, Andy, we organize both in-person and online events in different countries. Let's we talk do. about two examples where we have done this recently and why we do this. Okay. Uh, well, just, just as an overview, organizing events is something we've done since we started at the ECH Alliance, and we do that usually with ecosystems, uh, but also we get involved with some great flagship events across the globe. So I'll give you an example of maybe um, an ecosystem we convened recently, um, and then also maybe talk about one of our in-person events that we've got coming up as well, if you like. Sounds great. Let's go for it. For example, one example of online events as our recent Ukraine Digital Health Ecosystem webinar, where we have a great expectation with this event where we have more than 200 people registered. And Andy, can you tell us a little bit more about how it went? I can. I mean, it seems quite, quite um, far away now, but it was only a couple of weeks ago. And what's more important, that event only two weeks before wasn't even programmed in. So we are waiting, we took a long time to get this organized with our, one of our members, the Ukrainian Clusters Alliance. And the reason we've been wanting to do this is we've been showing our support and solidarity with the people of Ukraine over the last uh, year. Um, but we actually you know, had an ambition to open up an ecosystem there in Ukraine. And it was important to get not only our members there, such as the Ukrainian Clusters Alliance, but to get input from other stakeholders um, from um, the Ukrainian government, but also wider. So we took the decision to involve the European Commission uh, to give an overview about the, the work that they do as part of their EU for Health programme, but also then to involve the Ministry of Health. And we had one of the Deputy Ministers of Health speak at this event, which was really crucial because that demonstrates buying buy-in from um, politi politicians and decision-makers at a level that 
but up until that point couldn't be guaranteed because obviously there's a war going on. But what was also important is we wanted to bring to the Ukrainian Clusters Alliance into this first ecosystem, the inclusion of other ecosystems um, from outside of Ukraine. So we managed to bring along, you know, at short notice, ecosystems from Wales in the UK, from Romania, but also from um, Catalonia and Spain. Uh, because for many people in that in, in that um, audience of yeah, nearly 200 people, their their understanding of the concept of running an ecosystems quite new. So we wanted to bring examples of where this has happened so far, but more importantly, where we can bring examples from outside of Ukraine, where they're already working with colleagues from Ukraine. So that was why those people were chosen. But as an, as an event, it was really important because what, what was going on was on online meeting with, as, as you said, over 200 people who'd registered for this, and who stayed for the meeting, stayed for the whole event, because that shows commitment, because there's a desire there to work around the area of rehabilitation in Ukraine. So that's what happened. As I said, only a, a month previously, this event didn't exist. So it had to be planned, um, delivered, and take place, all within a really short space of time, which I think shows considerable commitment. Sure, and for anyone who's listening and didn't came to the event, it's available on our YouTube channel. Yes. And yeah, everyone can see it. And it will be a great opportunity to mm. see all of the work that we're talking about. Mm. But the question that I have now is like, what's next? What does it mean for our network? Okay, so this, this is what I always class as, as a so what question. Because that's great, you can run up an ecosystem. But we've always maintained that these ecosystems are permanent. Okay. So the idea is that it's not just a one-off show. This is about building a commitment and a permanent structure, which involves all the stakeholders of health in Ukraine. So they've got a network of what we call medical clusters, very similar to our, our ecosystems model, all over the different regions of Ukraine. So what we're trying to do is then build and launch simultaneously other Ukrainian ecosystems, which open the door, as, 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 as we say, to... to other ecosystems across our network. Don't forget, we've got well over 75 of these ecosystems now up and running. Six have joined and launched between January and June 2023. So to be able to bring more ecosystems into this uh, network is only going to improve the ability to be able to connect and opportunities for our members to connect with the health system in Ukraine. Because let's not forget, the Ukraine health system has managed to leapfrog many European countries prior to the to the war and the invasion by Russia in a lot of areas such as electronic health records. So it's worth paying attention to what happens in Ukraine and the opportunities are there as well because of the inflow of, of resources. That's why it's important. Sure, and I'm sure that everyone who's listening to us right now wants to know more about other kinds of events that we do. For example, the face-to-face -face events. Mm. Uh, we have the upcoming health event with our global village. Can you tell us a little bit about how it's going to be or what is this about? So we, uh, we, we've been partnering with health now because uh, we think they're exciting. Um, they're, they're eating the events business for breakfast in, in the US and shortly they're going to be launching in Europe as well in 2024. 
But what we noticed about what they do, which is different, is they encourage a, a, almost like a, an experience. Um, so health is targeted at CEOs. Last year and, and this year, they expect to see 10,000 people take part in this. They, you know, we, we talk about getting sponsorships, small sponsorships for events. These guys secured 800 sponsors uh, for this event. 800 sponsors and 300 speakers over two and a half, three days. So we see this as one of our exemplar flagship events that we're pleased to participate with. Um, and for us, we're going to do things slightly differently because that's in the in in the the, 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 the run of things. So, well, you were at Health last year, yes. and you have mentioned several times how it's a global and exciting event. How do you describe a bit what it is like? Like, how is to be there? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give you two examples. Firstly, when you go there, it's packed, okay? So, and because of the way they run it, um, you, the idea is that people go in the morning and they stay till late at night. So there's networking events, there's, there's um, content, there's... Uh, pitching sessions, there's meet the buyer events, there's meet the funder events, there's um, networks are completely focused on women in technology, there's there's events and structures around uh, the health foundation, so there's a whole heap of different things going on. But what we noticed last year was, you know, if you, if you wanted to go and see the Irish trade delegation or the trade delegation from Finland or Australia, there are different parts of the of the venue. And this is a huge venue in the middle of Las Vegas. And we said, look, why don't we bring all those global players together in a global village, use our convening ability to be able to bring our ecosystems, our members, trade delegations from across the globe in one place where exporters can go from, from the US. Remember these, there's, 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 there's hundreds of stalls at the health event. Exporters can go and link up directly with or buy from directly trade delegations from different countries, all in one place. The other thing we've done is while well, build in a stage within health where we will be able to give speaking opportunities for our members, for our ecosystems. So that's a difference uh, this year. And I'm really excited to be able to do that because, you know, as well as having kiosk and exhibition stands, there's the opportunity then to actually have pit sessions, fireside chats, speaking opportunities. And I'll give you a, a little a, a, an example of that. That could mean that we've got the ability to say, let's look at funding uh, across the US and the European Union. Where can we uh, engender more collaboration? Or let's look at um, women in health. Let's bring in input and the voice from Africa and India, as well as Europe and the US. So we can get a much more collaborative piece going and then the thing I'm quite excited about is, is something I think is quite basic. Because if you're a US firm and you want to go and work outside of the US, it's difficult to know where to start. So what I'm looking to do throughout the event is offer maybe 45-minute tours around the globe, um, meeting some of those delegates on their kiosk, but they've been handpicked. Um, so instead of having to sort of wander around and find out who's who, we can then convene together those trade delegations that we think best suit some of those organizations that are interested in doing, doing that. Well, I think it's really, really interesting what you're talking about, but I want to ask you a little bit more about what kind of companies and organizations participate. 
Mm. And what sort of opportunities can it bring this kind of event or this event to mm. them? This is about maximum exposure. So as I said to you before, just think of the numbers, 10,000 um, attendees, 10,000. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. All day and into the, mostly into the evening as well. So that gives an opportunity to network and make connections at a scale and a pace that previously uh, would take many companies perhaps looking to enter the US market months, if not years, to build up. So it's, an, it's, a, it's a chance, for instance, to be able to think, not only can I connect with the rest of the US market, but also in that same venue, we will have Israelis, people from Canada, people from Ireland, people from Scotland and England and Wales, but also Australia, Norway, Finland, Sweden, etc. So there's that, that great ability to be able to connect literally to the people stood next, stood next to you, which typically you're not going to get that level of scale at an event like this, especially in, 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 in America. So using that convening ability within the village to do exactly what we say, to make those connections is vital. So the types of organizations who want to go to there are organizations who are perhaps seeking to just explore the US market for the first time or explore the opportunities for funding. So don't forget with health, there's a series of what we call curated programs around meet the funders. So if you're looking for funding from uh, venture capitalists, there's also a, a series, and I, and I think it's one of the, one of the things that health get really, really well, is this idea of a meet the buyer program. So a series of curated meetings where buyers are encouraged to come and have their ticket paid for by agreeing to meet potential sellers. So that means you're only going to be talking to people who are actually interested in listening to what you want to say. That's a great opportunity that we find for our members and our ecosystems members, don't forget, who want to come and explore the US market for the first time. And to be even more precise, could oh. you share with our, with our audience an example of an ACH member that joined Health last year and how did they benefit from taking part from this event? Again, this was about connections and the connections made either in one-to-one -one meetings during the day. So we had one of our members that went along and I was worried at first that you know, this, they, were, they were trying for this for the first time. The reassuring thing was, I already saw them during the day because we could arrange and facilitate those introductions to perhaps US firms or firms from different countries that they couldn't necessarily engage with on their own because we have people and connections there within health and within our uh, one of our ambassadors who works in the US, John Warner, who could effectively make those connections, maybe between a, a, a science hub over in Los Angeles or um, to make connections with one of our ecosystems in Canada that were there. So they were able best place then to meet one-to-one -one with those organizations. And then secondly, and this is, it's hard to underestimate the value of this. We then convene private invitation only dinners for our members with participation from um, health, the ATA, uh, um, with health parliament, et cetera where we were able to make those connections informally as well over dinner. Those are connections that then 
were strong enough and are still going now with our members who went to those meetings. And they still talk about the connections that were made there, that they then reinforced again when we did our Mobile World Congress event, um, the Digital Health and Wellness Summit in Barcelona in February. They're cemented there and still cemented further in events I've been to since. Always, the reference point is we made our original connections through health uh, with the ECH Alliance. Yeah, I think that we have a little overview of how our events are all connected and how you can amplify your network coming and be part of this event. Uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of interesting points about our events. Thank you, Andy, for your time. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to this new episode of Digital Health Bytes, and we look forward to see you in future episodes. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Digital Health Connect, empowering global collaboration. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and stay connected with us as we continue to explore the latest developments in digital health and the power of global collaboration. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.